Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Potato. The show we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information, and advice. I'm delighted to join me today is Peter from Thailand Legal Protection. Hey, hey, hey. I've shook your hand now. Is that a binding agreement? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> it might be, yeah. Now, listen, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to do this video, and you've been busy doing go to Bangkok and everywhere. You've been doing loads of things. Mm. Guys, if there's one video I think that I've made over the last three years that you should really pay attention to, particularly if you're coming out or you may even be here, this is the one. Thailand Legal Protection. Mm -hmm. So what you offer, and I'll let you explain this in a lot more detail as, as we do okay. this, but you basically offer a support package, a network for solicitors, legal assistants, but it's on a month-by-month -month basis. Yes. Which I think is fantastic. You know, if you're coming out on holiday... And you just want to have safety and peace of mind that if anything was to go wrong, we're going to talk about what can go wrong in a bit, mm -hmm. that uh, you've got a 24-hour online legal support team that are ready to possibly dig you out of the deep doo-doos. Yes. Yeah. So we have a 24-hour emergency line. Yeah. And, you know, if you have trouble with the police or you get in an accident, yeah, that's generally the purpose of the line. But sometimes there's other, other situations that you might find yourself in that you yeah. think is an emergency. And you'll call in and, you know, we'll try to help you out. So let's just paint some pictures. I like painting pictures. The scenarios that I've seen happen in the past, I sure. know will happen, I know have happened. Let's just say someone comes here on holiday and they think, do you know what, I can ride a motorbike, no dramas whatsoever. And go down to the local hire shop, say, yeah, give me that bike. How much is it? 150 or 200 baht a day. I'll have it for a week, whatever, and you go off. Mm -hmm. I'm sat at the travel lights, minding my own business, and someone T-bows me. In kind of like a generalist, and I hope every case is different, sure. but in general, what would be my course of action having been hit by somebody that wasn't mindful, let's just say? What would I do? Would I have to call the police? I mean, how do I deal with it? Because honestly, I wouldn't really know, to be honest. Yeah, so, you know, so if you were hit or maybe you hit somebody else, it yeah. be either scenario, right? So you could, you know, if the police came on the scene, that would be a completely different story. Oh. But, if, but if they didn't then, you know, the parties could go down to the police station and one of them could make a, a police report about it. Uh, you know, sometimes insurance is involved, right? So the insurance might come on the this, this scene. And the whole idea of the emergency line is that when, when something like that happens, and especially when you're new to Thailand, you're not alone, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to call our number and, and, you know, speak to the lawyer. They may ask to speak to somebody on the scene to get the, you know, the full details in Thai language. Right, I'm with And you. then based on that, they're, they're, they're going to help you out, right? They're going to say, okay, this is what you got to do. And if you follow this, everything should be okay. Well, and then, you know, if, but if for some reason that doesn't fix the problem, then, you know, there may be a scenario where we'd have to send a solicitor out to the actual, you know, to the area, meet, meet, you know, meet you in the police station. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe there would need to be a situation where both parties we just need to sit down and negotiate something. So there's so many different scenarios, you know, whether someone's hurt in the accident, uh, you know, whose fault it is, and all those things come up, come into play. I must admit, like, for me, myself, living here 11 years, I mean, touch wood, I haven't had a, an accident that uh, has been anything worth thinking about. But if I did, truthfully, I wouldn't actually know who to call, what to do. I'd be like, right, I'd probably ring the wife and say, sweetheart, we need a new bike. Mm -hmm. Um... But in all honesty, if the police turned up, I mean, how is it you stand if, like, I said, well, no, it was this guy's fault. You know, he's here yeah. to me. I mean, over the years, I've heard some horror stories. I mean, I really have. I've heard stories where someone's hit into someone else. That person that hit into someone doesn't have insurance and said, look, if we spin it around because you've got insurance and you say you did it, well, then we're both covered and you're going to get your cup. 
I mean, these kind of horror stories exist, don't they? Sure. I, you know, I could tell you, well, there's, you know, there was one story. I really shouldn't talk about it too much, right? Yeah. But there wasn't one of our members that got in an accident and, you know, something happened where, where an individual passed away and it was a very unfortunate incident. But they have CCTV. They, they have CCTV, right? Yeah. So if it happens at a major intersection or near major intersection, there's always a, a CCTV camera there. And so that's how they look at it. Also, your status, your, your legal status is very important, right? So do you have a valid visa? Do you have a valid driver's license? Mm -hmm. Some people think, okay, well, I got an international license and can I, yeah. can I drive with it, right? So the short answer is yes, but it's whether the police officer really believes that it's an international license or, or he can actually confirm it, right? Yeah. Often there's scenarios happening where, where you know, you show your international license to a police officer and he said, well, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's not. Yeah. Right? And so you're in a situation yeah. where you have to argue, you just pay the fine, for example. Like, yeah. for, you know, if you'd be saying, okay, I don't think this is an international license. So then you end up paying them, the, you know, paying the fine, right? Yeah. As opposed to arguing with the guy, right? And some guys will say, okay, it's whatever, it's a small amount of money and they'll pay it. Mm -hmm. Other guys may not be, you know, they may want to stick to their guns, right? So before you get into any altercation with the police officer, if you want to go down that road or even entertain it, call the number. Mm -hmm. And if it's during business hours, this might not even be considered an emergency if you're just stopped because you didn't have a license, right? If it's during business hours, you can call in the normal line. But outside of business hours, you'd have no choice but to call the emergency line. So it's just basically, you have to really be concerned about your status, right? You know, so sometimes you think you have a proper status, but then you don't. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I think is very, very important is that, you know, you do offer this monthly uh, package, which is fantastic. You know, you offer that monthly package, which is great. And then what can then happen is basically, if you are in a scenario, it doesn't matter what kind, we're going to talk about a lot more scenarios in a minute, but you could be in all kinds of scenarios. You know? It's literally just a phone call, isn't it? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and at least you'll get peace of mind. So in terms of other scenarios, I mean, obviously we're talking about motorbike accidents. Mm -hmm. What about if you were getting to, say, a, a disagreeing with someone over maybe a pin or something that you're not happy with and they're kind of like pushing you to, to pay and all the rest of it? Are you able to, to assist that in terms of like contacting the belt, saying, look, speak to my lawyer, this is what it is. What, what kind of status do you leave yourself in there? Is that a difficult one? That's a really difficult one because, you know, if you're at a bar and, and you have a disagreement over a bill, if not, you know, the average guy doesn't say, I'm just trying to call my lawyer. It just doesn't make any sense, yeah. right? But if that if that situation escalates into a situation where maybe yeah. there's some violence happening, that's what I was referring That's, of course, when you could call that number and and maybe have, have a Thai person talk to mm -hmm. a Thai person in that establishment try to calm the situation down yeah. and kind of act as a mediation. One of the other things that I know is, is quite a common mistake is the beautiful word contracts. Yeah. And uh, in, in case you don't know, like most contracts are written in English, but you've got to be very, very careful because they are predominantly it's the Thai status that counts for all than the English translation because the argument is saying, well, it's in Thai, but it's been translated wrong. You're like, well, hang on, I can't read Thai. Yeah. One of the things that you offer as well is you can look over these kind of things, can't you? Yeah. So one of the big things that we have is is when you come out here, you want to lease a condo, right? Mm. So there's this, you know, there's a scenario, you know, one of our partners, Cornerstone Real Estate, right? Let's say you go to see Martin, yeah, right? and and you know you find a condo that you like and you want to rent it, right? So Martin's really good, but but still sometimes the members want someone to look over the contract mm. to make sure that there's no issues, right? So it's perfectly okay to have a t have an English contract. Right, as long as both parties agree. But if there is two versions, mm. what's very important 
is that you you have a clause that says which version prevails if there's a dispute, right? I, I, and so in generally, it's the Thai version. If there's two versions, Indian yeah. and Thai, it's always going to be the Thai version that that prevails. So you have to rely on on a company like us maybe to make sure the translation is correct. If you've been provided with a, you know, two versions of the contract, yeah. then yeah, we're going to take a cool look over the contract and say, okay, yeah, the translation matches, everything is accurate. We do, yeah. Uh, and then we're going to go through some other things that maybe you would need to be concerned about when you rent a condo, like are you responsible for regular maintenance on on the condo? Are you responsible, you know, to fix the appliances if they break? Uh, you know, is it a good idea to pay two months deposit? Well, I was going to ask them about that. Stuff like that. Deposit. Guys, relax. Deposit. <laughs> it's a common known thing here, isn't it? The deposit's very, well, I can't say very rare. That's not fair. But let's just say getting your deposit back is a lot harder than when you give it over. Mm -hmm. So to have that legal backup, that support, I think is phenomenal because, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've had it myself. I rented a, a house many, many years ago and it was just, it was just like trying to, it was just like talking to a brick wall to try and get my and in the end, mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I said, just keep it. I really can't be bothered. That's what most guys do. Yeah, they just end up just walking away from it. And so, you know, kind of what we do when we have somebody new that's moving over to Thailand, if they sign up before they actually come, which is a good idea. We usually talk about two, three weeks before, at, yeah. you know, and, and we'll say, okay, so your first thing that you're going to want to do after you get to your hotel is you want to start looking at condos. You shouldn't really want rent one from back home basically you know you can get through your research you can even communicate with the agent if you yeah. want he'll send you a bunch of photos and then you can say okay i want to look at this one this one and this one yeah. right so you go look at them and then after that right we'll, we'll give you basically tips on on what you should you know think about before you rent a condo right yeah so obviously the things like the two-month security deposit right yeah. so we'll say try to avoid it yeah, there's a law in Thailand that if the landlord has more than five properties yeah. for rent, he's allowed to charge you two months security. He's allowed to upsell or uh, you know the, the the water fee or the the electricity oh, okay. fee, right? So those are everything that people here yeah. well, shouldn't do it, right? So we basically just recommend all the members to whether they got two condos for rent, one condo, ten, who cares? Is follow these guidelines because it's good practice, right? Yeah, and one of the things that we tell the guys, you know, at the end of your contract, if you're not going to renew it, don't just hand the keys over and walk away and let the, the agent or the landlord do the inspection without you there and then send you an email later. You know what? I'm going to deduct. Yeah, I'm going to deduct this, this, this and this off of your yeah. deposit. No, no, no. On the last day that you're going to be there, you arrange to meet with the landlord or the agent in charge. Yeah. And you say, let's go through the place together. Right. And then decide any deductions. And both parties agree, and then there's no like unknown thing after the fact, right? So that's very important. Yeah, I must admit, like contracts, particularly out here, are easily misinterpreted by people that don't really know what they're looking for, and, and it's the old thing. Oh, that'll be all right. That'll be all right. And uh, I mean, you mentioned about the electric and the water. I mean, some places are charging ten baht a unit, and it's like, yeah, hello, like, can you do that? Yeah, and you got to decide on what you, at, at the end of the day. But it, you know, it's our job to make sure that the guys are aware of of the situation right so you know sometimes when you rent a service department right yeah. or sometimes when the condo rents out units on behalf of the owners of the units aren't sold and so they just rent them out because they're not sold right so those are situations where sometimes 
everybody gets their electricity marked up, right? Yeah. Or, you know, there's another scenario like during COVID, people owned a condo and then they actually never came to Thailand, so they could never sign to transfer the electricity over to the electricity oh, bureau. So that means that the condo is sending you the, the bill and then they're paying it. Yeah. Right. Whereas if they came to Thailand and signed it off, signed it off, then the electricity company just sends it directly to the owner. Right. Yeah. And so that's another scenario you have to be careful about. And as long as you're aware of these scenarios, then you can make that decision. But that, you know, few extra bad on top of what their government rate is can sometimes to translate into a huge amount of money. Yeah. Right. The difference between 2000 baht a month and 5000. Yes. Right. And if you're not aware of that, you're going to get a shock. Mm. Especially if you've got a budget, you know, you, let's say you're a retiree and you've mapped out your entire budget before you come, and there's guys that, that do that, right? Yeah. And so then that could throw your budget way out of whack. Well, then, it throw your budget way out of whack. I want to talk to you about a service you just started, which I think is absolutely invaluable. I really do. I think it's a, a fantastic service. And it's something, ironically, that I was actually thinking about, not doing, but actually yeah. in my head thinking about the scenario. You come out here, guys, on holiday, and Let's just say, God forbid, and I don't wish any ill on anybody, but let's just say that perhaps you are involved in an accident. Maybe you might be clipped by a motorbike or by a car and you have to go to hospital and you're not in a very compassmented state, so you can't communicate with the loved ones back home and you've not, you know, you're coming abroad on your own and you've got nothing to be able to support you. Now, what you've got is this brilliant new system which you've introduced, which is part of the package of the membership. Yeah, it's part of the package. There's no extra charge. So it's part of the membership. And basically what that does is you give them a credit card, don't you, to put in the wallet. Yeah, it's, well, it's the size of a credit yeah, card, right? And on there, so there's there, there's basically, you know, a degree of different scenarios, right? Yeah. So we, we have what's called the living will, yeah. right? Which is something that I think the guys don't really enjoy talking about but yeah let's say the scenario happens where yeah. you get into an accident or you become seriously ill and you can't communicate what your wishes are okay so there's something called a living will which allows you to you know communicate that information to the healthcare provider okay. which basically says okay so if, you know if i'm unconscious and my illness is so serious it's life-threatening how far do i want the you know emergency services or the doctor to go before I say that's enough, you know, I don't want to burden my family, for example, with all the medical bills and everything. Oh, and, you know, maybe it's just time to just let it go. And, 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 you know, it's a difficult thing that yeah. you know, for us to think about, but it's part of the, it's part of the family planning, right? You know, a last will and testament is already included in our membership. So we're adding a, a living will component to it right now. And, he, and even if you don't want the living will component, what we'll do is we'll just register your emergency contacts when you come over here. That's so valuable. Yeah. Because if you come out here and you're on your own, and let's just say whatever happens, maybe you're drunk and you, you fell over, you, you banged your head, you're unconscious, people are frantically trying to get hold of you and they can't get hold of you. Eventually what they will do is someone, be it the, the police or the ambulance, will, will enter your pockets, they'll open up your wallet, mm. and they will see this contact card, there, yeah. which I'm assuming is written in Thai as well as yeah, 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 it'll be written in Thai and English. And... For the members to take advantage of this, obviously there's a consent form that they'd yeah. have to, to sign that allows us not only to store the data, but also to share it under certain circumstances. Yeah. So we have to follow the data protection laws in Thailand. Yes. And that's how we do it, right? Yeah. And then when when the when the member, you know, has somebody call us, obviously there's gonna be some type of a verification process. But once that's done and, and we confirm that, that this is a legitimate call. 
then we will share that information to them uh, as appropriate, right? So yeah. if it's just the emergency contacts, then they'll know who to contact. Uh, you know, if it's uh, because it's a serious thing that's, you know, related to the, li the living will, there's you. what's called a healthcare surrogate, right? And that person has been appointed by the member to make certain decisions based on the wishes that, that they've outlined in their living will. And then there's, you know, additional power of attorneys that might need to be executed that have been pre-signed, depending on, you know, maybe, you know, things like uh, at the bank, right? Which, you know, is, is a very, very, very sticky situation, right? Because maybe we have a member, they don't want their wife to have the same joint account, yeah. but they want her to be able to access funds yeah. if something happens, right? And so there's policies and procedures that the bank have to follow. Um, and so there's, you know, sometimes they'll allow there to be a, a POA for that, a power of attorney for that. Yeah. Sometimes they won't, right? Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's difficult, right? And then, you know, there's also a scenario where maybe there's a medical bill that needs to be paid. Yeah. And if, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I just really don't know if any of the Americans know about this, but, but the Bangkok Bank has a really great uh, type of an account. It's called a social security account or direct, or direct deposit account. So this account is where is where the U.S. citizens can have their their pensions deposited right directly into that Bangkok bank account, wow. and then they may want to move it to a normal Thai bank account, right? And that Social Security account may be able to be used to pay medical bills, but you have to deal with the Bangkok bank directly on yes. that to see their processes. You know, normally you have to go into the bank and there has to be stuff signed, but you know we spoken to the bank. And in certain scenarios, there would be a, a situation where they may be able to assist to pay something from your account. And so what we are just going to be able to do is, is for that long-term expat that's staying here, we're going to be able to provide them with a, a plan. Like, okay, so you've got your, your, your normal last will, you've yeah. got your living will, all your power of attorneys that may need to be set up. And then after that, you can basically just be at ease that if something happens there's a plan for it and your wife if she's tie is not going to be left in, in the in the lurch with all these medical bills and i think yeah sorry go yeah no 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 so 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 basically it's just basically that kind of like family planning for something that might happen in the future right i think i think for long-term reasons i mean like peter's just explaining that's a fantastic setup with backup to have in place because mm. things can quite easily get misunderstood or misconstrued and then suddenly you know what you thought was your dying wishes sadly aren't actually executed to the way that you wanted them done. So there are a lot of things that happen here. However, if you're here on holiday, I think one of the things I really, really like about being here on holiday is, and I've seen it on Facebook, on other social media, hey, I'm trying to locate my brother, I'm trying to locate my husband. Right, yeah, exactly. And I don't know where he is, and it must be frantic. It must be frantic for the people back home to not know where their loved ones are. Yeah. Whereas this switches it around. Sure it does. Yeah. If something was, you know, to happen where they are hospitalized and maybe they're unconscious or even worse, at least then your your plan is, a, let's open the card up, right, here we go, contact the, the Thai legal protection. They're going to make the, the, the required calls to the people that need it. And that way, then what they can then do is say, look, I'm really sorry, but this has happened. And I'm at least putting you in the action plan and let you know where you are. So I think, I think that plan is really, really powerful because it just puts you in that situation where no matter what goes wrong, we all hope things don't go wrong. Yeah. But if it does go wrong, it's there in place. Because we're all, we, you know, I myself, it'll never happen. I'll be all right. And then, of course, you've got to, I wish I'd done that before. I mean, how many people do you think 
I said to you, Peter, I wish I'd taken out that policy before because now I need it. Yeah. And that's the same for health insurance and the travel yeah. insurance. There's a lot of guys that feel strongly that they don't want to take that stuff and then maybe they wish they did afterwards. Yeah. And we're not going to be, you know, we're not here to tell people that we told you so, but we're just here to provide the service, right? And, you know, so whenever anybody wants to come to Thailand for, you know, you know, here to stay as a longtime expat or as a tourist, we can help them plan all of that. Yeah. Right down to the family planning, right down to the visa. We have we have all sorts of stuff going on. So brilliant. Now, you're probably sitting there thinking, okay, come on, you've done all the talking, that get that's the nitty gritties. Yeah. I want to ask you right now, how much do you think the policy is gonna cost you? And be honest, write it down. What do I think the policy is gonna cost you? Where do you think you sit in regards to how much it's gonna cost you? And I would say I'm safely gonna bet that at least 85% of people will be way off the radar. I think way off the radar. Um, because, you know, myself included, you look at these policies, oh, here we go, it's going to cost me an arm leg. I mean, like, you mentioned health insurance, like 50, 60, 70,000 miles. How much? And all that stuff. Peter, uh, how much are you going to cost me a month? About 795 Thai baht. Seven hundred, A little over 20 bucks. In the 795 baht to give you total peace of mind when you're here on holiday, to give you options and the ability to connect with very, very good professional people that can dig you out of situations you might not want to find yourself in. 795 baht, guys. And I've got to be honest with you, that's a, that's a round of drinks. That's a round of drinks. You're here for, for 30 days or long-term either. Whatever you're here to do or to do, 795 baht, month by month. So you can come here for three weeks, take out the cover, go home. If you don't need it again, okay, come back again in three or six months' time. Mm. Start again. It's no problem. I think that's yeah. fantastic, buddy. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. You know, that's basically, yeah, we just want guys to have access to, to you know, legal advice for, a, you know, a really reasonable price. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the reason we do that is is because of just the way that the system is set up. And one of the questions guys might have is, is you know, um, what if I actually need to hire a lawyer or hire a visa agent? Because we don't want to execute the plan for you, or, or, or we can't uh, we can't solve our our problem during the normal service. Yeah, right. So we do have a, you know, a list of authorized service providers in over Thailand that give our members discounts. Right. So yeah. I want to give a shout out to Mark and Palm at, at One Stop Visa. They that they do all of the visas for our members in Pattaya, and all, I think mostly for all the guys that are. Yeah subscribers now and they do a great service and so any of all all my members get a discount from one stop visa you need a driver's license you need a retirement visa uh all those stuff a bank account right okay yeah and, and we have similar arrangements with with authorized service providers everywhere you know in thailand well the thing to do guys is i'm going to put peter's uh email and contact details down below in the description here so please get in touch get in touch it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you thank you so much thanks trump before we go guys here before we go um, what Peter's kindly said is that uh, he's going to give away free membership to anybody that wants uh, comes in here. The first person to come in here and say to me, Trevor, I watched the video with Peter from Thai Legal Protection and uh, I will get your contact details. I'll pass them on to Peter and he will give you a free membership. Uh, you can't ask for more than that, guys. But for 795 baht, guys, honestly, I don't want to say it this way, but I can kind of get some people maybe being a bit more cautious about health insurance and big fees. I get that. But 795 baht, peace of mind, absolutely winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Bit of pleasure, my friend. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. Brilliant. Guys, I'm going to put the details down below. So check them out. Get in touch. You know, 24 hour, seven days a week, 365 days a year, connection with a lawyer. And I promise you now, having lived here 11 years, I've been in scenarios where I'm like, 
one wait one minute i'm about to ring my wife i'm lucky i can ring my wife but many of you guys can't do that this is invaluable it really is i've been really looking forward to doing this video all right there we go that's it from me that's it from peter thank you very much for watching guys as always please remember hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when i bring out a new video uh, have a look on discord if you want to find out more information you want to connect with peter connect peter's very active on discord we've got our own channel in there all about the protection and the, the policy there so just jump on discord guys ask the questions peter will be there he'll answer them all for you uh, so have a look on discord it's totally free of charge and if you'd like to support the uh, the channel there is a link to our members website buzzingpatia.com have a look on there bottom icon on the left click that and it will show you there what i can't show in here and please remember guys if you do support the channel you will get an email with a totally different website it's not buzzing potato so please don't get confused thinking it's that one it's not all right thank you very much for watching guys and as always please wherever you are in the world stay safe